Hello there, my name is Jimmy Falola. It's a great pleasure to um, have you join on today's episode titled Faith, Wounds, and Healing. Our passage reading is from Mark 11 1 through 33. I read. As they approached Jerusalem near the town of Bethphage and Bethany, they came to the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of his disciples on ahead with these instructions Go to the village there ahead of you. As soon as you get there, you will find a cult tied up. That has never been written. Untie it and bring it here. And if someone asks you why you are doing that, tell him that the master needs it and we send it back at once. So they went and found a court out in the street, tied to the door of a house. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders asked them, What are you doing? Untying the cord. They answered just as Jesus had told them, and the men let them go. They brought the cord to Jesus, threw their cloaks over the animal and Jesus got on many people spread their cloaks on the road while others caught branches in the fields and spread them on the road the people who were in front and those who followed behind began to shout praise God God bless him who comes in the name of the Lord. God bless the common king, kingdom of King David, our father. Praise God. Jesus entered Jerusalem, went into the temple and looked around at everything. But since it was already late in the day, he went on to Bethany with the twelve disciples. Verse 12. The next day, as they were coming back to Bethany, Jesus was hungry. He saw in the distance a fig tree covered with loaves. So he went to see if he would find any figs on it. But when he came to it, he found only leaves, because it was not the right time for figs. Jesus said to the fig tree, No one shall ever eat figs from you again. And his disciples heard him. Verse 15. When they arrived in in Jerusalem, Jesus went to the temple and began to drive out all those who were 
buying and selling. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the stools of those who sold pigeons. And he would not let anyone carry anything through the temple courtyards. He then taught the people, it is written in the scriptures that God said, My temple will be called a house of prayer for the people of all nations. But you have turned it into a hideout for thieves. Verse 18 reads, The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard of this, so they began looking for some way to kill Jesus. They were afraid of him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples left the city. Verse 20 Early next morning, as they walked along the road, they saw the fig tree. It was dead all the way down to its roots. Peter remembered what had happened and said to Jesus, Look, teacher, the fig tree you cursed has died. Verse 22, Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. I assure you that whoever tells this ill to get up and throw itself in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. For this reason, I tell you, when you pray and ask for something, believe that you have received it, and you'll be given whatever you ask for. And when you stand and pray, forgive anything you may have against anyone, so that your Father in heaven will forgive the wrongs you have done. Verses 27 They arrived once again in Jerusalem. As Jesus was walking in the temple, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders came to him and asked him, What right have you to do these things? Who gave you the right, this right? Jesus answered, I will ask you just one question. And if you give me an answer, I will tell you what right I have to do these things. Tell me, where did John's right to baptize come from? Was it from God or from man? They started to argue among themselves. What shall we say? If we answered from God, he will say, Why then did you not believe John? But if we say from man, they were afraid of the people because everyone was convinced that John had been a prophet. So their answer to Jesus was, we don't know him. We don't know, rather. Jesus said to them, neither will I tell you then by what right 
I do these things. I will share a few points because um, a couple of days ago, while I was praying about the air, praying about my own personal supplications, praying about the nation, praying about the COVID-19 um, predicament we have globally, praying about um, the realities of the birth of a new nation in Nigeria, prayed about the reality of a first world revolution across Africa for growth, development, and unity. I saw a mental picture of 60 cancer patients being healed. And these 60 of them, most likely, I, I most likely have never met them. That's some of them. But the most important part was the fact that it dawned on me that so many issues that we have we can actually triumph over life by revelation. It gives you speed, it gives you accuracy. If you notice in the passage we read, you discover that Jesus said we should cause Jesus caused the future rather because what he expected on the on the fig tree was not there. He wanted the feast. Then it dawned on me as well that it is our obligation to curse any tree or any thing that is not our expectation in our lives. Be it cancerous cells, be it hormonal imbalances, be it liver issues, be it kidney issues, yeast, lumps, and what have you. It is our spiritual responsibility to always say no to what we want in our lives. It's also our spiritual responsibility to cause an end to any unwanted issue in our life. We must decide to speak the blessing over our lives. Mark 11 23 makes it clear. I assure you that whoever tells this ill to get up and throw itself in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. To be candid. That was the moment I realized that this is one of the best things that could happen to us at these times. We all have heroes we are facing. The reality of a global plague. We live in unprecedented times. We've seen our loved ones, our friends, or people you've come to know over time pass away. And I share in people's grief for such a time as this. 
But I also bring you good news. That when you pray, ask for something. And, and ask, believe that you have received it. And you will be given whatever you ask for. And when you stand and pray, forgive anything you may have against anyone. So that your Father in heaven will forgive the wrongs you have done. Which tells us that whenever you are communicating with the Father, be conscious of the fact that He is willing to hear you. Be conscious of the fact that He is one that rewards those who diligently seek Him. Be conscious of the fact that He is available to listen to what you have to say about the realities of life that you are dealing with. You know, the Bible also tells us that men give their own kids what they ask for, not what is not being asked. When when Bible says, if you ask for fish, will you give your children snake? ask for bread we give your own children stone so why would God not give us his best and just in case you are questioning the viable authority behind what I'm saying to you I'd like you to know that in Luke 11 23 27 to 33 if you can take time and read the old passage to help as well I believe in God's benevolent blessing that makes grace available makes mercy and healing available all at once I've experienced it on several occasions the goodness of God And make you come to terms with the realities that God can step into whatever situations and circumstances you have. I know it's a new month, and the Bible also says that the expectations of the righteous are not be cut short. And nothing in our lives happens to God, happens without God's permission. I would like to add this. Remember the story about the king Ezekiah that the prophet Isaiah told him God's message that I was going to die. But the king went back to God and said, God, please help me. Remember my faithfulness. For some people, they get a report and they just start putting their things in, in, in order, praying for an exit from this world. While for some people, they go back to their creator and lay down their request and thanksgiving, knowing that he has the final say over that circumstance. So I would like you to remember these few words. God has the final say over your life. What God can do does not exist. There is no limit with God. I pray that there is a mighty wind of healing over your body, from your crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Whatsoever 
the doctor's report saying that God's mighty hand rests upon you right now. I pray that those seeking for fruitfulness in their lives, in terms of kids, in terms of business, in terms of a, a whole life, I ask that fruitfulness is your portion this season in the mighty name of Jesus. I also pray for 60 people who are terminally healed, trusting God, looking up to God for a touch. I pray that He remembers you for good. I pray that His mercy speaks for you. I pray that He shows you mercy before judgment. I pray that His good His goodwill will shine upon you, and He would heal you miraculously. You'll be restored in your emotions, you'll be restored, you'll be restored in every aspect of your life. I also pray for anyone who's been going through a turbulent wave this season. Maybe because of the pandemic and all of that. I pray for a wind of innovation, a wind of creativity, a wind of wisdom on how to rebuild on all that you've lost I pray for a renewed mind I pray for the grace to finish your race I pray that you will not die before your time I pray that you will live to fulfill God's intent for your life I pray that you fulfill your days and the goodness of God will not depart from you from this moment I want you to be rest assured that God is with you in that issue. I want you to give thanks. I want you to present your supplications and prayers with thanksgiving and be focused on victory. God will say you true. From Jesus, we're not from them, we pray. Do have a great day.